This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It was interesting to be there post-game, though, because as, as to take us back, on, get it back on the rails here, the post-game locker room uh, after Bears-Packers is something that is, you know, hits a little different. And certainly went to season's finale and the Bears lost after going in with such momentum. That's going to be something that is a reference point for the rest of the offseason because of what we saw and because of what was said. Right. Um you know, there's a couple takeaways from that for me. And number one, it's like you showed in 2023 that that you have been become more capable as a team of winning the should win games. You know, the the Arizona game, the Panthers game, the, the games that like you just absolutely should win. Then it's the could win games that that you really haven't made enough progress in. And and you know, the opener, week one, the finale, week eighteen, probably a half dozen in between there, um, left you with that feeling like there's some could win games there that that eventually have to become Games that you handle at a higher percentage. I think the Bears were coming to grips with that late Sunday evening, that, that, that they weren't quite prepared to handle those types of games on a regular basis yet. There was a comment that Jaquan Brisker made um, in the locker room about the lack of respect he had for the Packers receiving core and, and essentially saying, like, we didn't really expect much out of them because they don't really have much star power. And I saw a re- reply tweet to Mark Grody's tweet, putting that out on Monday from Aaron Jones saying, essentially, aren't you supposed to cover those guys? Isn't it it an easy day of work if that's what you think you're going against? And and like, I bring that up only to say that this team has had a repeated history of kind of feeling themselves prematurely or feeling themselves to a level that they haven't reached yet. And I think that's going to be really important in the 2024 offseason is to understand that, yes, again, progress was made, improvement was made. The easy part is going from three wins to seven wins. The hard part is going from seven to 11. And the hardest part is having 11, 12 every single year and being in the playoffs every year. And they got to recognize that. You can't just be have this inflated and overinflated confidence that tells you you're something that you're not. See, I think that's interesting because we do have a tendency in Chicago to overstate small steps and to maybe uh, they look bigger than they actually are. Yes. And, and and I think that with the Bears, especially, I don't want to say especially under Matt Eberflus, but maybe so, they tend to handle adversity better than they handle success. You know, look, last year, boy, they were really, they stayed together during 3-14 and 14 and look what happened and they really good – good character guys in that locker room and this year 
They really hung together during 0-4, that start that they, where they weren't ready for the season. Look at the, how they persevered. And then they have a little bit of success to end the season, and they get cocky. I mean, yeah. And, and you remember a couple of weeks ago, there was Darnell Mooney talking about a lull and a complacency. I don't know. Is that coaching? Is that atmosphere, culture? How, how do you account for that? How do you eradicate that? I'm, I'm not quite sure, but it is a problem. It needs to be eradicated for sure. And you have to you have to be an organization that is constantly pushing to raise the bar until the bar is set at a level that puts you on the, the footing of the teams that are, are really good, the franchises that are really good. I ran the numbers over 20 years, 2004 to the present, on teams and their playoff appearance totals. And there are 11 teams in that 20-year span, including this year, that have made at least nine playoff appearances in the last 20 years. Like, that's the fraternity you're trying to join. There's a group of, of 13 teams that have had a stretch somewhere in the last 20 years where they've made it four years in a row. You want to get in that group at some point. The Bears are part of an eight-franchise group that has made five or less playoff appearances in the last 20 years. I'll just run through it really quick so you can know that the company that they keep, the Cleveland Browns, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the uh, Miami Dolphins, who obviously are, are in, in a good spot now, the, the New York Jets, the Raiders, the Cardinals, the Commanders, the Lions, who are now getting their fourth playoff appearance in the last 20 years, and, and the Bears. And so, like, you've got to get out of that group, you know, and, and in order to, to have meaningful success, in order to sustain meaningful success, part of it is um, figuring out how you define excellence, how you how you. Uh, chase achievement and 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 I guess classify achievement properly. And so that that that's part of the process here this week. And in, in the micro now, that's the part of the process this week for Kevin Warren, for Ryan Poles, for everyone inside that building to try to get their brains wrapped around what kind of plan and who are the people to execute that plan will get us to get out of this muck and into a world that feels a lot nicer. I want to get into some of the comments from players that we mentioned, but I do want to get your sense of Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How to interpret, real quick, the longer we wait for some sort of clarity surrounding Matt Eberflus's status. You know, I, I know we went through the timeline and we know all about the meetings, but there also is a, you know, a perception piece to this and how they can control that. And this is a new way of doing business. So the Bears, you know, we can't assume as we have for the last, oh, I don't know, a couple of decades that they're going to be oblivious to the public relations aspect sure. of keeping your coach in limbo when your fans wondering, do you expect any clarity um, before we hear from uh, the them at the podium? Do you expect oh, yeah. a statement? Do you expect there, there better be some clarity before they okay. get up there for the first time. That would be odd if we didn't have any idea what we were walking into there. I, I, I don't read a ton into it yet. I do want to hear from them. I do want to hear from Ryan and I do want to hear from Kevin about what these next few days were like in retrospect, you know, in terms of what they were trying to get their uh, 
brains to wrap around and what they were trying to process and the conversations that they were having. I don't think they have to share at all, but it would be nice to share some of it. I think they owe that to the audience. I would also be hopeful if we are taking a minute here to try to message to the people that run uh, those press conferences is to, to let's let this one breathe. You know, let's not put a time limit on this. This is a very pivotal time in Bears history with a lot of huge decisions that need to be made. And I know inside that media room, there is a, a long list of questions that are waiting to be asked, you know, and, and, and eager for answers and then eager for follow-up questions to those answers so we can get a clearer picture of, of where their vision is, what their philosophies are, and what we can do to, to kind of set a roadmap going forward for the organization. This is my plea, open plea on the airwaves to say like, let's just let that breathe. You've been part of it before, David, where you've had, like Phil Emery was the king of this, of just letting it sometimes drag out too long, but y- y- you, you can feel in the room when there's nothing left to be asked. And that's when you say, okay, that's it. But if you're at a state where six people are still talking over one another, please don't call out two more, <laughs> you know, because there's more than two yeah. more. I have to tell you, Phil Emery is not the uh, image that pops into my head when I think about these press conferences that are really good ones or long ones. Um, the, the different sports, same idea. Uh, Theo Epstein, every year for the Cubs, would have an end-of-the-year State of the Cubs press conference and would stay until the last question was asked. And there was one epic one after, I think, 2017, the year they didn't win the World Series, and everyone's like, what's wrong? Uh, 71 minutes and he was there and he was n- n- not pressured, not intense, n- as transparent as can be. And you know how long, uh, how long that, how far that goes, you know, here we are all these it's years just, later to show a leadership, you know, it, it's, it is leadership. That's a great way to put it. It's strong leadership. It's transparency. And it shows you have nothing to hide. And yeah, right. And you don't have to share everything. I, I, I'm okay with not sharing everything, but at least field the questions and and have that back and forth and that exchange. I think that's important. Again, specifically now because this is this is so rare. It's it's such a, a once in forever opportunity for the Bears to have this this weird situation where they are an improved football team, where they do have a roster that is built to potentially compete on a meaningful level in 2024. They are armed with the number one pick. They do have the opportunity to go out in free agency and supplement their roster that way because of what Ryan Poles has done to, you know, bring health to their cap situation. And so like, let's just, let, let's get a feel for this because, you know, the next time that we're probably going to hear from these uh, folks is, you know, either when hirings are made, if the, if those are made or, or then at the, the scouting combine, which is um, painfully too close on the calendar right now for my liking. <laughs> And they can be conversations. They don't need to be inquisitions. I mean, they can be uh, a mixture of both. So I'm looking forward to that. 